Welcome to Of Sound Mind and Spirit. I'm Shelley. And I'm Lisa. We're sisters walking together on a journey of faith. We're not perfect. And we definitely don't have all the answers. We're inviting you to walk with us as we explore ways we can better know and grow in our faith together. together. Welcome back to another episode from Of Sound Mind and Spirit. I'm Lisa. And I'm Shelly. And Shelly and I were just talking before we got on here and that um, we both are invited to a baby shower this weekend. And uh, we're so happy for the new mom. And it's kind of funny because at uh, our middle-aged life, we don't get invited to many baby showers anymore. So no, we, we <laughs> yeah, we are looking forward to um, celebrating this uh, mom and her her fourth little one that's on his way. You know, Lisa, going to this baby shower reminds me a lot of my own pregnancies because I had the two girls and then my son was uh, the last baby that I had. And he was completely unplanned, unexpected. Uh, <laughs> I remember being quite shocked to discover that after nine years of my last child, that my husband and I were expecting again. Pregnant at 40 was not on my plan. <laughs> thinking about going on this baby shower this weekend um, and thinking about my experience, I realized that what helped was having a community of support, you know, and there are a lot of women out there facing an unplanned pregnancy and they need community and they need support. And I think it's really important, Lisa, that we understand that we are called to offer loving support to those who are in need and how that support looks like or what that support looks like is, of course, going to be different to each of us according to our ability and our situation. This is not your first foray into helping women. When I was uh, just a mom of two, um, I did I did volunteer at a crisis pregnancy center for a while, and it was interesting because I had no idea the amount of uh, organizational and government support there are, or there is for, um, pregnant women or for women in general and specifically in in Houston and Texas, you know, and I'm sure it's the same, uh, across the country. Um, I, I really was shocked. That was one of the, the big things that I learned. They, they would give us this like packet to when, when a woman had a positive pregnancy test, like they would give us a packet that we were to help them find and connect with these agencies and organizations and things like that. So, um, I can't, I can't speak to everyone's communities because, you know, I'm assuming people listening are not just here in our little backyard. Um, but I'm going to say there are more, there's more support out there than you could possibly imagine. Um, so you showed me just while, before we got started, I didn't have a clue how to find some of these resources or where to look or where to start looking. Right. And so it's really important to know that, that they are out there. And I would say, start with your church. Mm -hmm. So, um, whether, you know, no matter what kind of church you go to, most churches, um, have the opportunity of a, like a social concerns ministry or a way to connect people with, um, 
you know, whether it's they need food or they need help with their electrical bills or did you know that, that, that there are groups that will help you pay your utilities and help you, um, you know, not just food banks, but actually help you buy groceries. I knew um, that one. <laughs> and pay your rent. Yeah. So that was something I learned back then. I didn't know that. Um, I know that one because some of my the ladies that I, I'm friends with actually volunteer for an organization called St. Vincent de Paul Society. And that's one of many that assist people with that type of service. Right. You always think of clothing and food, right? But well, there's- those School supplies. We do the school supplies, right? (laughs) (laughs) Even uh, here in Houston, we have um, an infant formula emergency bank. There are diaper banks um, at the pregnancy center that I used to volunteer at. We um, provided free diapers, free formula, um, any kind of, you know, car seats, cribs, clothing, but also maternity clothes for free. Mm -hmm. All of it was free. Um, to come in there and, and they also offered classes. I have a friend or we have a friend actually, you know, her too, who, um, she is a, a certified nurse midwife and she provides, she goes to these, um, pregnancy centers and it helps women with, um, classes on, you know, prenatal classes and how to experience birth and get through it and all these kinds of things. So, uh, the first place I would say is connect with your church and see where they're offering support and help. And then um, connect with a local, um, we'll say a pregnancy center. There's a ton in Houston and some are affiliated with churches and some of them are not. Um, And they, even on their websites, they can give you a ton of information um, to start people on the path to getting their resources. And I know that here at our parish, we do baby showers often to support our local Gabriel projects. And I didn't know much about the Gabriel project, except that I see the signs. <laughs> so I talked to a friend who volunteers there, and she actually is uh, someone who takes phone calls when women, usually women, call asking for assistance. And I didn't know how that worked. So I asked her, and she said that what she does is receive phone calls and then connects these women with local uh, connects these women with the Gabriel projects that are closest to them within the greater Houston area. And sometimes she even passes on information, like we said about food banks or diaper banks or, or other things. But she said that, uh, that through the Gabriel project, that's when we have the baby showers and they can supply these mothers, these expectant mothers with little bundles or clothing, strollers, bottles, different things that they need to help them get through the rest of their pregnancy. Last year, my book group hosted a baby shower for an organization in Houston and um, not related to the Catholic church, just a a pregnancy center in Houston. And um, it was, we, we actually put it out on an, we made an Amazon wish list, and then put it out to the church um, to, you know, for items and collected them. And uh, I have pictures, I'll show it to you. But we, what was fabulous was we took it down there. And when we took it down there, we had to have, uh, I think it was three carloads. And we had strollers, we had cribs, we had um, clothes and 
uh, formula, diapers, you know, all the things. And uh, I really, I hadn't been in a pregnancy center in a long time. And this one really just blew me away because the care that they take for these mothers was just awe-inspiring. The, um, just, it was such a, a happy, pleasant place. And it had this kind of prayerful presence. It was, um, decorated really well. Um, everybody had a, you know, was calm, had a smile. Their boutique, they called it a boutique where the mothers could shop was overflowing and they had it, you know, cute and it was done in I, I just such, it, I, sorry, I know I'm going on about this, but like sometimes you think of these places, you think like government offices or like they're dreary or whatever. No, it was, it was just done in such a joyful way. And it was acknowledging, of course, that not everyone is joyful when they get this um, notification, you know, realize they're pregnant, but that a baby is a blessing. And so they, they give these gifts and, and, and help these women out in a way to help them recognize that this, this baby is a blessing from God, even though it might not feel like it at the moment. Right. <laughs> and I think you, you were speaking to that earlier to me, Shelly, about, um, trust in God and having faith in his plan. I think you've written about it too on the website after <laughs> after you were pregnant with uh, with your son. Yeah, I think that one is titled "Sometimes God's Call Is a Surprise," <laughs> something <laughs> like that. I'll have to look it up. <laughs> I did write quite a few things about being forty and pregnant and having to say yes to that and not expecting to have your life disrupted in that way, and it seems. Trivial is the wrong word, but when I look back on that time from my perspective today, 12 years later, and I mean, that child is a gift. Really, truly, this child was meant to be here. My son is meant to be here. I don't know what for. I don't know what the purpose is, but as difficult as it was to to accept <laughs> that I was pregnant, I wouldn't change anything at all. I mean, he was actually turned out, he was my easiest pregnancy, <laughs> which is crazy <laughs> because of my advanced maternal age and high risk. And, uh, but it, it just came at a, at a point in my life that I look back and say was probably brought about because God needed this child to be here. So. I love that you can look back and see that. And I, and I also remember that at that time, none of us could, it wasn't something that we could tell you or convince you. Like you had to, you know, process all of this in your own way. And I think that's, that's something that's important as we talk about these, these women, these other women who are having unplanned pregnancies. It's not for us to fix them or to fix their situation, but to, to be there and be supportive and loving and maybe help them as they need and accept that their, their emotions and their, um, it's all going to run a process, um, through, you know, what they're going through because it is, it is 
It's a big shock sometimes. Even people who have a lot of faith, it's still something like you just said, you have to process that and get used to the idea and and what now, what next. Mm -hmm. And you're right. We are called to walk with them. I mean, just like we say in knowing and growing more about our faith, well, faith is nothing unless you put it into action. Oh, I like that. Whether that action is prayer, whether that action is, you know, picking up a package of diapers and dropping it off at the church baby shower drive. (laughs) Sometimes it can be a very small gift and sometimes you have more available to you to give in terms of your time, your talent, your treasure. Um, Maybe like you did, you can actually walk with them through some of the decisions that they're facing or the questions, what next? Why me? Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things when you said walk with them, I was thinking um, we don't have to necessarily turn to an organization to help women. We (laughs) ourselves, we see women around us who are struggling, Um, whether it's an unplanned pregnancy or maybe it's um, struggling through the kids they have. Um, so I was, I was thinking, you know, (laughs) we live in a big neighborhood and we have a Facebook group. Actually, we have many. And from time to time, you see women pop up on there who are struggling with, um, you know, all kinds of needs, all, all kinds of, you know, whether it's pregnancy or their kids or, or, you know, I'm sure you can imagine all the things. And I was, we were talking about this and I thought, you know, I see people reach out and just say, what do you need? I will drop it off at your house. I'm headed Mm -hmm. to the grocery store. I will pick up something extra for you. You know, I can, you can give me your address. I'll drop it off or you can come get it from me, whatever. Or if you, if you're comfortable or you know the person, take their, their other kids for an hour or two and let them take a nap. Take a good walk around the block. I just think about how hard it is to make decisions or to process things when you're emotional and tired and overwhelmed. So, you know, that's that's part of, you know, when you already have an established community, whether it's family or it's church or it's a neighborhood, you know, there are people who reach out and to help you take that breath or to bring you meals or do your, you know, do a grocery shopping run for you or whatever, um, or gosh, just let them cry, right? Don't try to fix it at all. And just let them cry on your shoulder while you pray for them. You know, as as my son grows out of each size clothing, I have watched for those posts that say, hey, we've got a situation where somebody's in need. And does anybody have, you know, these clothes at this size. I'm like, mm-hmm. I've got them right here. You know, where do you want me to drop them off? Right. So. And you know, something you and I were talking about earlier um, that that you didn't know existed, and I found out only through a volunteer thing that I did was our area has um, a, a high school that helps pregnant teenagers, teenage girls, um, get their degree, stay in school. And, uh, that's not, I mean, that's not something a lot of people talk about these days. So it's just one more thing that's out there that they might need extra stuff. You know, those kinds of groups, there are maternity homes popping up all over, uh, the country or existing already. And 
it's just, it, it, there's more support and opportunity to help out there than you can possibly imagine. But you have to dig. You really do. You you have to find someone who works works in one of these groups or like really dig on the internet. I would say if you know where to start, because once you turned me on to a couple of them, I was able to find additional information. So when I mm -hmm. looked up Gabriel Project, I found a resources tab that told me about things I didn't know about at all. Um, so if you can find one or two of those Catholic charities, uh, 40 Days for Life, they also have a resources page to help women. But I think it's also important to point out that in addition, there are a lot of adoption uh, agencies out there that can help place a child. Well, you also, so we, we do have family that, that were adopted as infants and children, and you have uh, good friends who've adopted um, mm -hmm. infants and children as well. So it's, it is an option and it's a very loving example on both sides. Um, the mother who places their child, as well as the families who take that step and bring uh, a child into their home. Um, so that always is a loving option that I don't think gets enough. I really don't think it gets enough good press. They always want to make these like made for TV movies that portray things badly, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Actually, I like reading the stories about how they reunited after 30 or 40 years and never do I read a story where they say, how dare you give me that you, you get, you gave me up. Most of them are, I had a wonderful childhood. I have loving adoptive parents and I thank you every day that we found each other so I can know you mm -hmm. and tell you, thank you for giving me a life. Like that. One of the other, I was talking to my, um, my teenager, and uh, one of the things she she brought up was, you know, really trying to support women and find ways to support women before they get into, you know, a crisis situation. And one of those, if you think about it, might be through finding organizations or charities that you that you identify with and support that um, help women finish their degrees or um, job skills so that you know, if, if they're in a stable environment to, um, you know, gainfully being gainfully employed, then it, it reduces the opportunity for them to feel in crisis later. And I thought that was uh, very insightful for my teenager to tell me. I, it's I a really, really good idea. Hadn't thought that direction. So I was, I will tell her, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good idea. Anything that we can do to help one another and empower us to grow and move forward. And move forward as, as community, as family, as, you know, and, and that's, and that's it. And I, I know that we're not talking too much about like government action here or government agencies, because I really, I really believe that those of us, like we should be, you know, you always hear that it takes a village to raise a child and, and, um, I know some people love that phrase and some people really don't, but I think it speaks to um, the community aspect. And if you think about who we are as Christians and what we are called to do, and that is to serve and love one another. And 
I really believe that we are called to, you know, serve and love those of us, who, those people right in front of us or close to us. You know, you don't always, what is it Mother Teresa used to say, you know, find your own Calcutta. Not everyone is called to go mission across the world. Sometimes we're called to mission to the people right in front of us. And those could be our neighbors. It could be our family. It could be the people at um, our kids' school. We just, we just don't know. So I guess, I guess we could have made this a really short episode and just said, love and support the people around you. <laughs> <laughs> and do it in whatever way is available to you. Right. And that's, you know, that's something else. Let's and jump get on creative. that real fast. Get creative about it. It's not, a, not necess- if, if you want to give them money, give them money. If you want to go volunteer your time and be that person in the office or whatever and, you know, like that. But think of this. You were looking up a site earlier. We're not going to say who it was. And their website was not good. It was old and outdated, you said or it wasn't popping up in Google searches as you're trying to find, you know, these resources. Maybe think outside the box. Are you a graphic designer? Are you a web web developer? Are you do you know a lot about SEO? Like there are ways to help organizations that fit within whatever your um skill sets are. Maybe you're a great fundraiser, maybe you're a great presenter. You know, maybe you really unlike me, and you really love to cook and bake and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So you are called to feed people, like literally feed people. There's, there's just so many ways and they're as unique as we are. And, um, don't think that it's just about, I either have to give them money or I have to go down there and, you know, sit in an office somewhere. Maybe you're a great organizer. I'm just going to throw myself out there real fast. Like when we organized the baby shower at our parish, I can, I can give you some tips about what worked really well and, and things that I would change. So email me <laughs> because it's really not that hard. And I, I encourage you to do it. I mean, if you're, if your church doesn't already do, uh, or maybe not even your church, maybe it's your mops group, or of course, if y'all are our age, you're probably not in mops anymore. No. Right. <laughs> Mothers of preschoolers. Sorry. Your, your mom's groups. Sorry. Or your or whatever, whatever your community group is. Just don't wait for somebody else to do it. Just do it. Organize something. I suppose if you were going to organize a baby shower for one of your local resources, uh, whether it's a Gabriel project or it's through your church or through another pregnancy resource center, that you would have certain steps you'd need to take? Here it is. You ready? Those are your steps. Pick a place for donations to be dropped off. Maybe make an Amazon list or other list of items that you would like with a shipping address of a place that is willing to receive them. Have a start date, have an end date, and then organize muscle for when more stuff than you can ever imagine gets dropped off and you need to move it. And then call local places and just ask them. And actually that's, I would say that was the first step. You, you find your place and say, what do you need? What do you accept? What do you not accept? What do you, what do you need the most? Y'all can't see it, but I'm smiling because she forgot a step. <laughs> what? Oh, publicize it? Promote it. Oh. Yes, you didn't say anything about telling people to, 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 to participate. Sorry, I thought that <laughs> was a so given. 
publicize it, publicize it, publicize it. You would, we were absolutely surprised how much, um, we ran it for like two weeks and it was, it was very overwhelming. The response we got, because I think here's the other, here's the other key. You ready? Make it simple. Mm. I think people want to help and they don't know how, and that's yes. what we're trying to do here is to is to spark imagination and spark creativity and like give you resources and tips to get started helping. But I think a lot of people don't, they don't have the time. They don't have the energy. I mean, we've talked before how busy everyone is and frazzled and whatever. So you make it simple. And that's why I said Amazon list. We put a lot of different things on ours and we gave a place to ship and they did. And we received more stuff via that wish list than we did in person. I've got another tip for you there, Lisa. Okay. And that is don't forget the mom. Oh, So yeah. when you put together that Amazon wish list, a lot of people automatically go to, you know, standard baby items and uh, diapers, bottles, bibs, burp cloths, et cetera. But be sure to put something in there for a mom who's maybe nursing and there are some small items or large items that she might need or even something for uh, like, is it weird to say that maybe a pair of slippers or a nice nightgown or uh, cream, you know, hand cream, something to to make her feel loved and pampered also, not just all about the baby. I love that. I don't think we did that. And I love that idea. So what I hear you saying is we're going to do another one. Oh, don't we always? <laughs> I like how this episode kind of started with a baby shower that we're going to one for a mom. And now we're talking about how we as women can give baby showers to other women that maybe we don't know. I I love it. That is true. You said in our midlife, we aren't getting invited to very many of them. <laughs> well, maybe we just need to plan our own. <laughs> Not for us, but for other. No, other yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like that. I like that. We just we just take it upon ourselves to uh, to plan. But if you're interested in finding new ways to support women who are facing these uh, unplanned pregnancies or need your assistance, I'm sure you can start local, like Lisa said, and reach out, and contact these places, and let them know that you would like to help but you really don't know where to start. And I guarantee you somebody on the other end of that phone call or uh, online portal or email or however they want you to contact them will be happy to hook you up with their donation center or their volunteer side and let you know how you best can can do that. Right, right. All of these places, they they will, if you want to help, they will find a way to to make it happen that you are able to help them do we have a challenge or a what you should do i think that um i think we've already kind of i think we've already given our challenge so let's let's i'll state it in no uncertain terms so that everybody knows this is what the challenge is this week or what we're inviting you to do um we're inviting you to find someplace local to you in your community, whether it's an individual or it's an organization or start something, um, find a way to support women through um, their, a challenging time, whether it's an unplanned pregnancy or a crisis pregnancy or um, 
you know, someone in your neighborhood that needs help. And think about ways that you can use uh, either your time, your talent, or your treasure. And also, we should pray for them. That's right, Lisa. And I think you had found a prayer that really fits this particular situation. I did. I found this one, I'll just say online randomly, and it, it doesn't have an attribution, so I, I can't give any credit to anybody. Um, it's called A Prayer for Expectant Mothers. God of infinite goodness, watch over expectant mothers as they await the birth of their child. Grant these women confidence and strength to dispel their anxiety and fear. Bless them with the courage and faith of Mary, always listening to your will and trusting in your loving care. As they prepare to bring new life into the world, grace them with good health and great joy. We ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. That's so nice. <laughs> I love it. It's dispelling anxiety and fear and blessing them with courage and faith. But I, I need that in my life, too. I love it. Hmm. All right. Lisa, tell everybody where they can find us. Can I do it really, really fast? I don't know. Can no. you? No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, we, we really are so glad that you're here and that you um, take the time uh, to to listen and participate in our community. Um, we would love to hear back from you. So go uh, in our show notes, which are at the in your podcast player, or you can go to um, the link on our website, soundmindandspirit.com and click on podcast and it'll take you in. You can read all the show notes with resources and how to subscribe to our email list, which I would love for you to do. Subscribe to the podcast, share it, all the things. Um, and come join us over on Instagram. We've been, we've been having a little fun with reels and pictures and uh, different things. And we'd love to interact with you there. All right. Well, Lisa, have you gone shopping yet for the baby shower that we have coming up? I did. I did. And my oh. favorite way to shop, which you know is? Amazon. Online. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so the dog barking a minute ago might have been the delivery. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm off to shop for her myself. I had a few items on that uh, I had a few items on her registry that I thought would be really nice to give her, so. Well, good luck, and uh, we will thank you for listening, and we will see you next week. Every Bye, y'all. Thursday. <laughs> Bye.